Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. This is Truth Light, and our show is The Light of Truth. Today we're going to be talking about angels, specifically guardian angels. What are they? Do they really exist? Um, can you work with them? That kind of thing. And uh, I think people forget sometimes that, you know, I know I know a lot of people believe that, yes, we have guardian angels, but they don't really get the day-to-day ins and outs of the fact that we have guardian angels and what they're all about and that kind of thing. And so this is something that I've, I've specialized in for, oh, good grief, probably more years than I want to talk about, probably 25 years or so. And uh, so we're, we're going to get a little bit more into what's the reality of these enlightened beings, whether you like to call them angels or not, is really irrelevant because once you get to that state of enlightenment, labels are really kind of not that important, you know. Um, so they know who and what they are. <laughs> so it's just a certain level of enlightenment that these beautiful beings have have reached. And so you do really have this team that is uh, sort of like your board of advisors, your best friends. You really can have a lot of fun with them. They have good sense of humor. If you do, typically it's like attracts like, right? So they're very much like you in a lot of senses. So um, it's a wonderful a wonderful group of beings to access, and we never have to feel alone, which is probably one of the main things we'll talk about. And And, you know, a lot of people are going through some very trying times right now. It's it's uh, been a tumultuous couple of years, really, and now we're coming into the holiday season and the new year, and and uh, it really is very, very, uh, I want to say up in the air, but there's just so much change happening so fast, and people can feel very alone in that. And so understanding how you can access your angels and understand that they're there for you, not only for the, the big you know, oh, please protect me or oh, please help me or whatever, but also for the day-to-day, you know what, I could really use a best friend just to laugh with and have fun with and, you know, they're there for all of it. And so we're going to go into a little bit more of of how you can interact with them, what they do, who they are, that sort of thing. And I do also obviously encourage call-ins and I do have the chat uh aspect set up if you guys want to chat back and forth or ask questions or what have you. Um, But that will be our show today. And I want to apologize again, you know, for not making it yesterday. Like I said, everything is shifting and changing so quickly that, that sometimes there's just too much to try and fit everything into one day. And so rather than stress out, sometimes I'll let the, the radio show kind of go by the wayside for the day and get the other things accomplished. And, uh, you know, I, I don't take that lightly necessarily, but but you can only fit so much into one day. So I do apologize for not being here yesterday, but I am here today, and I'm glad you are too. And uh, so there you go. All right. So when we are kids and when we're growing up, we typically, you know, are told, oh, you have guardian angels, and they're looking out for you so that we feel a little safer. Or sometimes I've even had clients that, talk about how they were told their guardian angels angels were always watching them, so they better be on their best behavior because this angel is always watching you. 
and almost used it as a a, a punishment slash threat kind of thing. And um, and so we really have a lot of different concepts about what our guardian angels are. Some people have a real issue with the word angels because they have had a bad experience with the Christian thing and they just really don't want anything to do with it. And, uh, you know, so that's why I say the the label is irrelevant. You know, it's not like they are Christian angels. <laughs> These are beautifully enlightened beings, and they simply exist. And they're there for everybody. If you come into this earth plane, you have a team of some sort with you. That's just the way that it works. I've never in all my years found somebody who didn't have a team of angels with them, you know, or at least what I would I would call angels. And so sometimes I'll, and, you know, just to sort of give you the, the code, I don't know, <laughs> sometimes I'll refer to them as spirit guides, sometimes I'll refer to, to them as angels or enlightened beings, and they're all the same thing. It's These are all beings who have, reach that very high level of enlightenment. They're on the angelic plane, which would be more fifth dimensional, um, unconditional love and no ego, that kind of thing. Just just really very balanced and not judgmental and that kind of thing. So it can be a really wonderful energy to connect with and this energy has been with you your entire life and it will be with you your whole life. Whether you access it or not is totally your call. So we can develop a relationship with our angels just like we work on and develop a relationship with our lovers or our family or our friends. Um, and we do have a caller that would like to to come on and speak, so we're going to go ahead and pull them on very quickly, and then we'll get back to topic. Hello, how are you this morning? Hello, good morning. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm good. So what can we do for you this morning? Um, well, I just wanted to say that um, I literally see now, it used to be just one, but there's stars in the sky that follow me. I know that sounds crazy, but I know that it's my spirit <laughs> guide now. There is no them. crazy in Sedona. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just, and I know it's them because um, you know how you can tell a plane keeps going, the car, no matter where we turn, it follows me. And this right. time there was a, um, the last time it happened was two nights ago. And as it was following me, like I was watching it in the sky and there was a metaphysical shot that I'd never seen before. And mm-hmm. looking at it, you know, watching it following me, it was still going. And then when I looked down that shot, it wanted me to look at that shot. And so mm-hmm. I was like, wow, like I literally, you know, focused on the shot, focused on the name. And it, the shot doesn't have like a website or um, any of that, they don't even have, like, a phone number. They don't have phones in the shop. So it's kind of like really a mom-and-pop situation. Right. And had I not been, you know, literally looking to see where, because it always follows me. I'm not afraid or anything. But if I hadn't been looking, um, you know, in the sky to see it following me and then it had me focused on that shop, I never would have even, you know, thought about the shop because there's really no other way to find it unless you live in that neighborhood that it's around. Right. That's really neat. Yeah, and yeah. they uh, <coughs> they do appear to us in a lot of different ways. And so actually the way that you're seeing it is very similar to how they appear like when we pass on. Um, they okay. just appear as beautiful balls of light like that. And so that's really just a um, 
their most natural form is when they don't take wow. a form. That's what they look like is just this amazing ball of light. So that's really neat, and it's neat that you connected with what it is and how they're talking to you. And um, one of the things that I do, my the class you know that everybody knows me for, is called an angel meet and greet, where we do a whole bunch of different exercises. It's like four hours long, and it's a workshop. I call it a wonder shop instead because <laughs> we have a lot of fun and we laugh a lot and it's just really it's a very interactive class, you know. And uh yeah. so by the end of the class, you have experienced what it's like when you bring them in and do do physical activities and do different things with them. And then by the end of the class, we actually bring them in one at a time and you get to meet them and interact with them and see how they communicate to you so that when you, the whole point being not that this is one fluke, wow, this is so neat, I got to do it, it's that we teach you how to do it so when you go home, you can forevermore communicate with your angels very clearly. And so um, that's kind of been my path is to get that class and those teachings out to people so that they understand, you know, but it's really neat because that is the kind of thing they do. You know, they'll... They'll do whatever to get you to see the thing that you need to see that, you know. So um, that's pretty awesome. And so you know how long have I wondered too, done that? Um, this has only been happening to me that I, the very first time it happened was maybe three months ago. And the okay. first time it came, like, on the side of our car, like, it literally, my mom was scared because, you know, she's not, she's not there, so it freaked her out. It came on the side of the car, followed us, and then it went right up into the sky, um, above my apartment. So because wow. we were both in the car, I didn't really know was it there for me or for her. And so I right. didn't know. But then literally two weeks later, I was driving to drop my husband off at work, and me and my son were the only ones in the car driving back home, and then it followed me all the way home. So right. I knew then, yeah, that it's definitely for me, and now it follows me, like, all the time. And people right. can see. Well, that's well, nice. You know, I know people. And, you know, people are kind of freaked out by it, but I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, it's funny because people have this association with them that if they're seeing angels, it must mean they're going to die or something bad is going to happen or, you know, the poor angels have such a bad rap. (laughs) They, uh, (laughs) They are there just to go, hey, here we are and we love you or, hey, look over here, this would be a neat thing for you or whatever it may be, you know. And so um, it always kind of blows my mind that people are afraid of angels. (laughs) I know, because out of all the bad things that there are in this world, like, they're what helps us through, you know, so I don't know why people would be afraid of that. And you know what I wanted to ask It's because of conditioning Um, and what they've been taught. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry, go ahead. What I wanted to ask you was, um, this time, like, I saw them not last night but the night before, and I saw three. I've never seen three. The most that I've seen is two. And my cousin is in a coma. Like, she's not going to come out of the coma. You know, she is going to the other side. They're going to be turning off her life support today as we speak. Do you think that I saw three because they're letting Mm -hmm. me know, like, that she's already with them over there? Because I've never Um, seen three before. It could be. It could also be that um, I'm trying to tune into the energy so that I don't just give you supposeds. Maybe I can tell you what's happening. So okay. <clears throat> what I'm feeling is that they're letting you know that they're working with her and okay. um, and that, you know, that, yeah, she's going to be with that angelic presence. 
So, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. My beagle just had a picture fall on him. It was pretty funny. <laughs> and it's inappropriate to laugh during that particular conversation. <laughs> but it's that curious no, no, beagle no. thing, and he just had a picture fall on him, and it was pretty funny. <laughs> so sorry. You know, it's so funny to do this stuff from home. Like, you really you try to be yeah. professional, but then, you know. So, yeah, I think that it very well could be that, you know, the angels are gathering around your family at the moment. And um, and so if you like, after we're done with the show, you know, I'll kind of tune in to, um, to your energy and then kind of make sure that the angels are connected with her and, and that everything's good. So, oh, wow, um, thank you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because that's, that's kind of what I've done for the past 25 years is um, I was trained by somebody who helped connect people with their angels as they were passing or after they had passed and they were just kind of stuck in that spot. And so that's one of the things that is a specialty of mine is connecting people with their angels. So, um, you know, so I'll do that after, probably even during the show because I can do it while I'm talking. I'm pretty good at that kind of multitasking. So, um, (laughs) but yeah, I would say that probably does have something to do with it, just a little more reassurement. and, And also, you know, we have, this kind of takes me to the, the next little part, too, or one of the topics I was going to hit is that, you know, it's not like you just have one or two typically. Most people have four, five, six angels. Um, If you came to work with people, you probably have more like seven or eight, maybe even nine. And the reason for that is not that, you know, it's not like I have more angels, I'm more enlightened than you. (laughs) It's... um, (laughs) It's about how many people do you need to be able to relate to and how much extra energy do you need to interact with all those people and <clears throat> that kind of thing. So the more people you came to work with or reach, the more angels you'll have typically. So you okay. may find that, you know, yeah, you're seeing two or three right now, but you may have a lot more than that around you. And they're just okay. a couple of them are making themselves known you know, you may not see all of them represented as stars, you know. Okay. So um, don't limit yourself thinking that's all you have. I feel like you, I'm feeling, and this is just without really doing an official anything, right, just tuning in briefly, I'm feeling between five to seven for you. Okay. So Wow. Yeah, so you probably that's came amazing. to interact with people a lot. You may not have come to be like some big, whatever, who reaches just millions and millions and millions of people, but you did come yeah. to interact with people when you've got that many, you know. Okay. And um, and so you have that support, and, and everybody in your family has their own team. And then what's the beautiful thing is that our angels work with each other. So, like, for your – it was your cousin, right, that you were talking about? Yeah. Your okay. Yeah. So for her – what I always do is I speak to my angels and I'll ask them to give messages or send love or send clarity or whatever to the other person's angels. So because if we're like, and this is a biggie, okay, if we're praying for somebody, and first of all, if you, I pray that, you know, they'll find this or they'll do that or whatever, it's, that's really probably not something we ought to be doing. You know, pray for harmony, love, clarity, health, yeah. whatever, in their best interest. Because we don't know what their path is. But then also another step of respect is to always send that energy and 
and hope for whatever and whatever it is we're sending to them or hoping for them through their angels because even if we're sending love to somebody depending on where they're at when that energy i mean think of the energy as a cloud right that comes over a puffy little lovely cloud that comes over and just kind of connects with their energy well suddenly they've got this very strong energy that just connected to theirs and they don't know what the heck it is and so they may perceive it as anxiety or it may just totally amp up some bad mood they're in or like it's just an added (laughs) boost of energy that that they don't know how to process so if you always send it through their angels then their angels can get it to them in a manner that's going to be beneficial so especially okay. with somebody like that, I like to let people know you can still communicate with them through their angels, you know, uh-huh. and you can help just send some loving, calming energy so that they might allow their angels in nice and closely, you know, okay. and yeah, just and that, always do it, like, great you know, do thing, it through you know, your like angels theirs. Taking her off, you know, life support so that right. that way it can um, get to her in the best way. You know, right. so that definitely we're all praying and all of that, but I never thought, you know, send it through our angels so that the most beneficial way for it to get to her right. is what it yeah. will Yeah, a lot of people don't realize, you know, when people say, because oh, I grew up in the Bible Belt, and they'll say, oh, I'll pray for you. And I'm like, oh, dear, no, please don't. Don't. Don't pray for me. Please don't pray for me. Because <laughs> I don't know what they're saying or what they're sending yeah, what or when it's going to hit me. It's just ball of energy that's going to hit me at some point, you know. And so if we send it through their angels, then, you know, we could be praying for somebody to get better, and maybe it's not their path to get better. And so all we do is send this this conflictive energy into their energy field, and they can't process and go the way they need to as easily as they could have, if you know, because yeah. we're sending that energy that's pulling them a different direction. And so if we do it through the angels, you know, well, then they're going to do what's in that person's best interest and take that extra energy in the intention it was given. And, you know, they just are good at translating it into what it needs to be. So um, for everybody's best interest. So it's kind of cool, though, because when you're family, friends, et cetera, um, your angels do all work together. And so they already have that sort of communication system set up. And so it's kind of neat because you have that oh, whole grid. I'm glad that you tell people that because I've never ever heard that before. Yeah, it surprises me, but I hadn't heard it either before I was taught it. And then as I started doing things that way, um, I found it to be a lot more constructive and get a lot more yeah. things done. Um, in a healthy manner and feel a lot better and and that kind of thing. So, um, okay. So, is there are there any questions you would ask about this topic or anything you want to know about as far as your angels go? Or um, no, you pretty much covered. You know, and I'm ready to hear some more. So I was going to say, awesome. Then we're done. Okay, I'll have my coffee. <laughs> I overslept today, everybody, so you actually have me. I'm still in bed in my jammies with my dogs who's walking on my computer. Go, go. Totally a professional today. (laughs) That's right. But a lot of people, even coming out of that mercury retrograde, a lot of people have been really extra tired and trying to sleep in when they can. I'd say it doesn't happen often, but... 
yesterday was yeah. so crazy, and I woke up this morning and looked at the clock. And thought, oh my God, I'm usually up two hours before before the show. <laughs> Holy moly, I got 15 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> so yes, we have. We, I am really just in my little log cabin. Actually, this is great. I'm. I have this log cabin. Kind of, it's beautiful. Um, up in the mountains in the forest of Flagstaff. And so that's where I live, and then I work in Sedona. So today I'm up in the mountains, and we're we're kind of expecting snow tonight. And so it's like this, this oh, really wow. I'm just cozy in bed with the dogs and my coffee, just doing my little show for you guys from from here. It's kind of neat when it's a day like this. So it's a good day to yeah, talk about. Yeah, you need to just, you know, <laughs> enjoy. That's right. That's right. So, all right. So, if there's nothing else, I'm going to go ahead and pull you back over, unless you have anything else you'd okay. like to to say. No? Um, no, I'm definitely, you know, waiting for awesome. the next part. <laughs> Fabulous. Well, you and just keep you talking so to your angels. That's fun that they uh, that they appear to you that way. That's awesome. Yeah. So it really is to let you know that no matter what, you can always feel them, but that kind of lets you know, you know, being yeah. able to see as well that. Right. A more tangible thing. They know that you're down here, yeah. All right, awesome. All right, well, you you have a fabulous day, and I will send some extra blessings your way. And uh, know that everything's good. All right. So, all right, well, thank you, caller. I do love when people call in. And hello to everybody on the chat. We have people popping in and popping out. I try not to look at when they pop out because then I get distracted about what did I say wrong. (laughs) Take it all so personally. So, okay, so we're going to move on to the next part of of what we're talking about. Um, We did a show on perception, on how you perceive things, your psychic sensitivity and that kind of thing. We all have the uh, ability to psychically perceive things. Um, some of us have sort of an inner knowing. We don't know how we know, we just know. Um, and this does pertain to the angels, so I'll get there in just a second. Some of us are empathic and we feel, we we perceive the energy in feelings. So if somebody's very happy, we feel happy. If somebody's very sad, we feel sad, that kind of thing. Um, some of us see things, right? Like you may see an apparition or um, see a sparkling light, that kind of thing, when your angels are around. Some of us hear things. You may hear laughter or voices or that sort of thing. Music. I hear a lot of people talking about hearing very pretty music when their angels are around. So thinking that you don't interact with your angels, that that you don't perceive your angels, that kind of thing. Um, (laughs) Okay, I don't know how to do all those happy, smiley, waving faces, but hello back on the chat. I'm so not technical. (laughs) I love happy people in the chat. That's awesome. So when when we're trying to figure out how do I know when they're around, the first thing we want to do is figure out how we best perceive. Now, we all have the ability for all four of those uh, psychic sensitivities and psychic communications, Um, but we operate out of one or two more so than the others. The other ones we kind of have to work to develop. And so figuring out how you perceive things psychically will be a really good step in figuring out how you perceive when your angels are around. And we can usually do this just by thinking about different experiences we've had. When we do the angel meet and greet, um, that workshop, one of the things we do is we identify how, how you perceive things. 
naturally so that it's easier for you to, to know and communicate with them. <coughs> but you can ask your angels to come in close. And the thing that's going to help is if you – oh, I guess we're just going to jump right to this. Okay, so um, if your energy is nice and calm and smooth, your angels can come in nice and close, right? If your energy is chaotic and kind of spiky, we, when we work with kids, we talk about the spiky energy because they're just all, wah, you know. Um, if your energy is very chaotic, you're stressed out, you're angry, you're whatever, it's, it's difficult for your angels to come in because, you know, they're in this beautiful enlightened space and they kind of look at that chaos going on in your energy going, well, I don't know if I really want to go down into all that. <laughs> so they'll send... You know, they'll send communications to you from a nice, safe distance because, you know, it's your choice to be like that, and that's fabulous, but it's their choice not to get in the middle of all that if they don't have to. (laughs) And so one of the things we can do is calm our energy and prepare our energy and make it a nice place for our angels to come into. And so if we're, you know, and people say, but isn't that what they're supposed to help us with and that kind of thing, and they do. Because we all get chaotic and crazy and whatever, And so if you're finding your energy is really out of whack and you want to get it back into shape but you don't know how, you need help, that's fine. We simply think out to our angels that, you know what, I would like some help with this energy and we have to do our part because it's all, it's a 50-50 thing. We have to do our 50%. And so if we begin to breathe and calm our energy down and make it so that they can come in, and just ask them to come in as they can and send healing energy. They'll come in, send healing energy. That makes it so you can calm your energy down a little bit more. They'll come in closer, send some healing energy. So there are times that we have to do sort of a process to get them in a little bit closer and really feel their energy around us. And uh, and it's very healing. You can also, you know, when you're in meditation, you're just having a nice, a nice moment, right? You're sitting under a tree somewhere and you're just really feeling one with all and all that, ask your angels to come in close, just really close and circle around you and just give you, like I call it an angel hug, where all of their energy comes in and they just kind of embrace you with that energy. And just allow yourself to experience that without any expectation. Because then you, cause if you're not familiar with how you perceive things, <clears throat> it's a good way to find out. Are you seeing things? Are you feeling things? Are you, what is it that you're that you're picking up? And just allow that. When they bring that healing energy in, it's so healing. It's just amazing, and you. It's really a good way to realize that you're not alone. That you do have. I'm going to say, for lack of a better term, people <laughs> with you that care and that love you unconditionally and and uh, always have your back, that kind of thing. And so it's a really neat thing to just practice doing. Just call them in or at night before you go to bed, in the morning when you wake up, um, just kind of call them in nice and close and ask them to be with you and uh, and share their love, their healing, their inspirations, that kind of thing. And they really do love to interact. I can't tell you, when we start to do the angel meet and greet class and we're doing that opening meditation, I can feel the angels so excited. They're so excited because finally the people they've been with their whole lives, you know, they've been with you your whole life here on earth, (coughs) and they've never been able to 
really communicate just face-to-face conversations, that kind of thing, in most cases anyway. And now they get to. Now they get to play. The whole class is like playing with them back and forth and doing different techniques and exercises that you get to interact with them directly and have tangible results so you really can't deny that something's going on. And and um, and so they just love it because it's like a game to them. And so your angels get very excited when they actually get to have time with you and interact with you because their whole purpose at the moment is to be there for you, to help you on this journey. That's what they contracted for. And, you know, you don't. some people feel guilty because they haven't, interacted with their angels this whole time and and uh and so you know you have to remember that they don't have a sense of time on in the plane that they're in we have the sense of linear time so so it's not like oh i've kept them waiting for 20 years or 40 years or whatever it's really not that at all you know you don't have to add that onto your plate of issues you know but just when they finally get to interact with you and you start remembering your connection with them. And it makes them very happy. So if you can just kind of take some time here and there and just kind of play with it, you know, um, I guess one of the keys I would pass on to people is that when you're working with your angels and you're really, um, it's good to do it when you don't need them, right? If you can, um, so you're hanging out, watching TV, whatever, you don't have anything going on. So turn off the TV for for a few minutes and play with your angels. Just go, okay, well, let me, you know, come on in and let me feel what it's like when you're around. But understand that it's that whole, you know, heaven helps him who helps himself or whatever that is. They're talking about the 50-50 rule. So you have to do your part to make it so so that they come in because they have to see that you're doing your part. So what your part, what does that mean? It means calming your energy so that it's it's easier for them to come in. And then also if you know how to sort of raise your frequency or your vibration, and that can be as simple as thinking about fun, joyful, um, funny times, things that make you laugh, things that that make you lighthearted. Right. If you're lighthearted, your frequency is rising. Okay. So um, when you, the more lighthearted you become, the higher your vibration come, comes up, and so the easier it is for your angels to come in. So when you're playing with them and you're kind of experimenting with this, you want to bring yourself um, to a place of of being super relaxed and peaceful, but in a happy way. It doesn't have to be, some people take it too seriously. You know, you don't have to sit there and meditate for three hours and work really hard and, you know, just allow yourself to think of happy, happy, happy things. Think of things and people you love, things that make you laugh, that kind of thing. And and allow your spirit to soar, so to speak. And the higher you're able to go, just in in your feelings, like in the how you're feeling, the easier it is for them to come in and interact. So if you just make this a fun thing and not a super serious thing, it's so much easier to have them come in and realize that they're there. And so you can really just kind of play your way to enlightenment. You know, it's a different. Um, 
<coughs> excuse me, it's a different technique than I see a lot of people do. But um, it's very, very effective, and I've got 25-plus years of teaching people this and seeing how it works. So I know what I'm talking about. So you could do this and call your angels in, ask them to, you know, can they come close? Can they help you feel them? Can they give you a big angel hug? Can they create a circle around you and come in close? And then can they move out a little bit? And and just kind of play with it and see, experiment with it here and there and see how how you perceive the differences. And the more you do it without really working on it, the second you move into I'm really trying or I'm really working, stop, take a breath, and think of things that make you happy again. So it's kind of like in Peter Pan when they talk about how to fly, right? You've got to think happy thoughts and then it helps you fly. It's kind of the same thing with talking with your angels. So um, this is something that you can do. Like you can just, it doesn't have to be, you only talk to them when it's serious. <clears throat> and so I just want to pass that along because it's something that, you know, if you're going to do something with your spare time, why not talk to angels? Why not play with your guardian angels and get to know them? And the more that you make it, um, the more that you understand how to bring them in, understand how they communicate with you in times that it doesn't really matter, it's not super critical, the easier it is when you're having an issue, when something's going on and you are emotionally involved or you are very upset or something's you really need them right now, <coughs> when you've developed that relationship and that understanding of how they connect with you, then when there is that oh crap moment, you know how to call them in very quickly. You don't have to go to oh I have to laugh and you know there's something very serious and oh I have to laugh and get lighthearted. That's that's just how you practice with them. In times of real need, then you do know that feeling that you want to get to to be able to call them in and have them come in close. And and obviously in times of need, they are um, they are there around you closer in the energy. It's not like they go, that's not a nice energy, we don't want to go in there. That's not one of the times, you know, when when you're going to have an issue. Um, For, you know, just an example, um, I have a son who was in a pretty bad car accident. And during the accident and afterwards, um, his, his girlfriend and him were in the accident. And it was on kind of a deserted road and that kind of thing. And it was interstate, but it was late at night. And so, um, the way that the accident occurred was one of those things where they went, I don't even know how anybody walked out of this. We can't figure out how, like, what are the odds that the car would have rolled and landed on this spot instead of that spot? And, you know, it's almost like somebody was positioning the wheel because the car flipped a bunch of times, and they said it's almost like somebody was positioning the wheel to make it land this way instead of that way so that it didn't crush both of them and that kind of thing. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we knew exactly what happened. <laughs> you know, that, that was the moment that my son went, okay, I believe in what you say. I believe in these angel things because there's no way we'd be alive otherwise. And <clears throat> and so they do step in even when things are chaotic and scary and horrible, Um but that's not the only time you want to interact with them, you know. And so these angels do come in when there are hard times. And 
And a lot of times when we're doing the angel meet and greets, um, during the time when you're actually meeting your angels and they're communicating, they'll they'll tell me, you know, we'll we'll say, you know, angel whatever, and they all just kind of go, I'll be angel number one, number two, whatever. And and so everybody's angels that want to communicate similar things. It's kind of like everybody's angels get together in this class and they talk about what they want to what they want to share with the people. <coughs> and so. Um, in a lot of cases, they'll say, you know, we'd like to share a time when they thought they were alone, but they weren't. And everybody in the class will go back to some time when they thought they were totally alone and they were so just heartbroken and whatever, and they'll they'll see that this angel had been right there with them and that maybe something happened that, they didn't connect with the fact that there was an angel there. They just didn't even think of, you know, maybe there was something beautiful for them to look at and kind of pull themselves out or somebody said something kind or whatever. And they find during the class that that angel was right there with them. And so <clears throat> it's a, a wonderful feeling because you get to see that the times you feel the most despair and that kind of thing, um, you aren't alone and you could... If you were aware, you could just say, you know, could you all, could could somebody just give me a hug? And I got to say, there's nothing like an angel hug if you haven't experienced it. <coughs> um, I'm, again, so sorry for this. This allergies are lasting months, you all. It's crazy. Um, there's nothing like the feeling of really connecting with your angels and having them there with you. And if you're if you're in doubt or questioning, there are some cool things you can do. Um, for instance, if you, and I'm just going to share one of my little things that we do in the class. Um, we do a whole lot more with it, but this is just one neat thing. If you get just a, get a glass of water, preferably like reverse osmosis or something very, you know, good water preferably, and and just kind of take a taste of what it's like, um, just like a baseline experiment thing right what's it like right out of the bottle and then just take a few moments and just let your energy whatever it may be just hold the water in your hands because we emit our energy from around our body and so your energy will shift the molecules of the water okay so don't think about your angels don't think about anything just sit there and let your energy kind of do its thing with the water take a taste of the water and see what it's like and then Again, sit there with the water in your hands and ask your angels to come in nice and close. And this is a really good way to practice. If you just just think out to them, you know, my team, my guardian angels, the ones that have been with me my whole life, can you come in close and just share your energy with this water? And allow, just allow yourself to, <clears throat> you know, invite them in and just be in that space and allow them to share their energy with the water. And after a couple of minutes, take a sip of the water and see the difference in the taste. You'll actually, because the energy that is around something affects the water molecules greatly. And so you can, that's actually a good way to practice when you're calling in your angels and trying to work with them and trying to get to know them. If you use that water as sort of a gauge of how, how much did you allow their energy to come in, how much... How big a difference was there in the water? 
you know. It's really kind of a neat way to practice because that gives you a tangible, you know. And so um, so I encourage you all to try that one. That's that's something we do a lot more with it in the class, and it's a lot of fun because it's one of those, okay, how the heck did that even happen kind of things. <coughs> and uh, so I'll just toss that one out for you. So I'm trying to briefly think about what we have and haven't talked about um, okay, so one of the other things that they would like me to communicate to you as we're doing this show is um, say for what has occurred in the Philippines. Sometimes we feel helpless, right, when there's a big tragedy somewhere and what can we do? We can maybe donate money or something, but, you know, what can we really do? And so one of the things that we can really do is we can sit very quietly and feel all of the love we have in our heart, the compassion, the the hope, the whatever it is that you're feeling. And you don't want pity, sorrow, that kind of thing. Just just the good feelings that you're feeling for the place, the people, the earth, the whoever it is that you're feeling it for. And <clears throat> and ask our angels to just take that in a bundle and add to it themselves and send send them to this place that has had this hardship with with our love, our compassion, our hope, our prayers, or whatever, and and just send that over. Um, I personally, I like to just kind of do this, um, and I feel it. I don't say it just without feeling, but love, harmony, bliss, clarity, healing, inspiration, that kind of thing, because they seem like good... Um, good energies for whatever the situation may be. It's not me saying, oh, it ought to be this way to be fixed. So if there's love, harmony, bliss, clarity, joy, inspiration, it kind of covers all the bases for the things that need to be um, remedied, right, in whatever way they need to be remedied. I'm not deciding for them. (coughs) And so, you know, kind of, it can just be love. It can just be healing, whatever it is. And just send your angels to that place and just have them connect with the angels of everyone who has been affected by this. Now, this may seem like a big deal to you, but it's as far as how do they connect with everybody who's been involved in blah, blah, blah. It's an energy thing. They're working with the energy. And so personally for me, since since the uh, thing in the Philippines came up, I've been every day working with trying to assist with the souls who passed, making sure that they're all connected with their angels and that they, they go to the next step in a healthy, happy manner and, and that they know they're loved and that kind of thing. Um, and so that's what I've been working on because that's really something that, you know, like I said, that I specialize in. And So that's my part that I can do. And then, of course, I send love and compassion and inspiration and that kind of thing to the people who are left trying to clean up this and the people who may come in and be of assistance, please let them be enlightened and and uh, just so that they can find the best remedy for everyone and, and love and compassion to the people who are volunteering and the people who are there interacting with one another rather than falling into desperation, can we just send a lot of love and compassion and harmony so that they can work together to pull things back rather than, than going at each other and that kind of thing. So... Um, this is a way that you can make a difference. And we have had shows where we talk about, I think there's one that's um, the title in the archives is something about light workers and disasters, what really goes on, or something like that. And we talk about, um, as light workers, what do we do and what are the differences we actually see when we do that. And 
<coughs> and so you can make a difference this way. So if you can just send your prayers with your angels, because then they just really amp that up. In other words, they you can send one bit of energy and it becomes this huge, beautiful ball of energy to be shared with everybody who needs it. And so you really, really can make a difference that way. Um, the other thing that you can do is uh, you can you can really work with uh, past things that have occurred and past hurts, past uh, wrongdoings, whatever. Uh, for me, I have an ex-husband. <laughs> Enough said, right? <laughs> and so I've had to work with some hurts and some unresolved issues and that kind of thing. And uh, and so what I do is I ask my angels to to kind of go back to the time when these things occurred. So for me, like my ex-husband left, believe it or not, right before the holidays and uh, left his family for another family. And it was it was definitely a really rough time. It was terrible. And so the holidays were always a little dicey for me and my family just because I guess it's cellular memory or vibrational memory or I don't know what it is. But we don't really think about it, but somehow it always is just a little rough around this time of year. <clears throat> so what I do is I ask my angels to go back and send love and harmony and compassion, clarity, that kind of thing, to the us that experienced that and and just allow healing to take place before the damage was ever done so that it actually shifts the vibration in the now. So while I can't go back in time and change what actually happened, I can have my angels go back in what I would perceive as back in time and change the vibration so that the hurt can become less and less if that's what we would choose. And I found that to be very helpful. I've done that with my own father too, issues with my dad, (laughs) daddy issues. And uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. It's so much better when you can just joke about your your stuff. You know, you work through it, you heal it, and you can just kind of joke about it. Um, And so what I've done is, I've worked with my angels to work with his angels to um, really bring this healing process about for me. And if he if he would like the healing energy, then it's there for him too. You know, I'm. But getting past or disharmony, that kind of thing, is really what I'm after here. And so, um, so this makes it much easier when I do it through my to his angels. And uh, and so that's another, there's all these different ways that we can work with them. We can ask them to help us find the right people for our lives or our path. We can ask them to help us find, you know, if we're, if we're between two different decisions, we can ask them what do they think. And here's, and I need to cover this really quickly, we're beginning to run out of time, we're at about 12 minutes, but, <coughs> excuse me, our, our true angels, our true Um, team of enlightened beings, whatever you'd like to call them, that are with us on this level, this fifth dimensional level, will never tell us what to do because they're here as sort of a board of advisors, as mentors, as whatever. They won't tell us what to do because that would impede upon our free will. So if you think you're connecting with your angels, but and I hear this all the time, oh, I work with my angels all the time, and I know what I'm doing, and they tell me I need to eat this. They tell me that I have to go there. They tell me that I need to be in this relationship, like it or not, because it's it's just where I'm supposed to be. And 
your angels will never do that. Your angels will suggest, in our opinion, this this would be a good direction. And what they're basing their opinion, this is the important part, what they're basing their opinion off of is before before you came into this life, there was an intention you had. There was something that on a soul level you wanted to accomplish or achieve or experience. And you once you come in and you get this physical body and you grow up, you typically forget what it was. We kind of get this human amnesia. And so your angels remember what your true purpose or intention was, what you wanted to accomplish. So when they say, in our opinion, it would be good for you to take this opportunity or that opportunity, it's because it's kind of, I refer to it like Google Maps. <laughs> ah, Google is everywhere. So when you really zoom in to a street or something, you can only see those few houses around and whatever. And as you zoom out, you can see the bigger and bigger and bigger picture, right? <clears throat> well, you're, once you come into this life, you're kind of zoomed way in to your experience and what's going on, and you maybe forget the big picture. And where your angels are is they're, they're detached, and they can see the big picture. And they can say, okay, you know, you have these different roads. And, and sometimes they'll say, you know, any one of those roads will get you where you want to go. They're just different experiences along the way. And they can help you get a feel for which experiences are on what path. And then you can decide what road do you want to take. They may say, like I have somebody that <clears throat> that I did a reading for that I work with, um, that there was a, a relationship that he was contemplating starting, and his angels were very clear about, you know, you can move forward with, with this relationship. That's that's fine. You'll get an experience out of it, what have you, but it's going to derail you as far as your spiritual path goes. And his whole purpose for being here really is his spiritual path. That's what he came here for. And so... Um, he was told very clearly that, you know, if you decide to pursue this relationship, it will derail your spiritual path. Well, he heard that from two separate people, um, two separate readers, and yet he decided that, you know, I, I really want to experience what this relationship will bring. And so he chose the relationship. Now, his angels didn't get all miffed and stomp off in a huff and go, forget you, you didn't listen to us. No, they're still there for him. <clears throat> they respect the fact that he chose the relationship, but that doesn't change the fact that it is little by little beginning to derail his spiritual path. And as he goes on in this relationship, I mean, he had a heads up that that this is what that relationship would do, that you're choosing a different path than you came here for if you pursue this relationship, and the further you you go with it, the further off track you get for what you really wanted to do. So just know that going into it. And so he is aware. He says he didn't believe it, and now he's beginning to see it, you know, eight months down the road or whatever. But but he's still making that decision based on his free will about does he, okay, but does he want to pursue this relationship first because he's getting so much out of it and whatever. And And his angels are still there for him. You know, he can still interact with them, and, and it, it's not like they take it personally if you don't listen to their advice. They're just giving you a heads up and just letting you know where the potholes are. Whether you want to, if you want to go through the pothole, that's your business, you know. And they'll still be there for you, but <clears throat> but don't think that they're gonna, you know. It's not like you can listen to them 
make a decision like he's done and still have them make your spiritual path work for you, they can't change the reality of what it is. But they also won't bail on you just because you made this decision. You know, they may back up and go, okay, well, we can't really do anything for you on your spiritual path while you're doing this, but, we, you know, we love you and we're here for you and whatever. You know, but they kind of have to step back. And because you're not listening to what they have to say anyway, so what's the point of really having big conversations if you're not going to listen to them? They're not going to waste their time and energy. And it's not a judgmental thing. It just is what it is. So it's a a very interesting relationship we can develop with them. And, you know, what I, what we've, this young man and I have worked together, and one of the things that we've discussed is, okay, so you can talk to your angels and say, I, I get it now. I respect that this is what you told me and I'm seeing it happen. So, you know, now can we work with, I, I chose this path and I'd like to experience this, um, can you help me get the most out of this path since I've chosen it anyway? And then it's still respecting what they had to say, and it's not a control thing or an ego thing. It's simply um, are they going to waste their energy? They're not going to waste their energy. If, you know, so now that he's rephrased the questions, okay, but I've chosen this path, can you all help me get the most out of it that I can? I'm trying to learn this or I'm trying to do that. Sure, then they'll come right back in. They'll start working with you again. They'll do the best they can. And because you're still trying to um, learn, move forward, experience, and if they can be of service, they will. You know? So it's a, a very interesting relationship with your angels, and it's one that can be developed and it's unfortunate that nobody teaches us this in school because I think probably this is one of the most valuable things they could teach us, although I have to say that I do know a lot of kids who learn how to work with their angels and <laughs> and feel like they don't have to study for tests anymore because in a lot of cases if it's things they already know or things that, I don't know, that it's, that they're still doing their part. You know, you can't just do this any old time. But I've seen kids who take tests and they just ask their angels the answers. And, <laughs> and they'll, they'll get A's. I know uh, Jessica, who calls in often, who uh, owns a center that I sometimes work through or teach through, uh, Sacred Light of Sedona. If, if you're going through Sedona, you ought to stop in and say hi to Jessica. Um, but she took an IQ test just for fun. And then she she took it again while connected with her angels and let her angels answer the questions. And there was like a huge difference in the score. And so it's kind of like they love to do things like that. They love to have fun with you. So, you know, we have about five minutes left. I just really want to encourage you all to begin to understand and play with this relationship. Um, I'm sure there are things that I should have covered that I didn't, and I'm sure we'll probably do more shows on your angels. And if you all have questions or comments or things that you would like to see covered, please message me, either here on Blog Talk. You can, and also, if you would, hit the follow button, because the more followers we have, the better it is for us as, as hosts, you know. And uh, it's not like, I don't know about anybody else, but I don't get paid to do this. I actually pay to do this. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's just a way to be of service and, uh, and try to be, I don't know, just try to, try to give what I've learned to different people and be there for you guys if, if you need somebody, a nice voice in the morning. Um, so 
but if you hit follow on Blog Talk, that actually helps us. And uh, <clears throat> and so, um, if, if I know, I totally lost where I was going. Totally, this is me before coffee. <laughs> so if you have ideas or questions, that kind of things that you'd like to see covered on the show, please let me know because, um, you know, it's sometimes it's hard coming up with topics every single day. And uh, so I love to have some help. And you can message me either here at Blog Talk or on Facebook. Um, there's the uh, link to my Facebook page on my Blog Talk page. And then you can also go to mysticaltruth.com. I know there's some coding issues people have found with trying to submit some things, the forms and whatnot. Um, my son and I are going to work on that today, I believe. So hopefully those communication issues will be done. But you can always contact me through those three sources. And uh, also, through Sacred Light of Sedona, they can always get a message to me because I do work through there sometimes. So you can go to sacredlightofsedona.com. And, uh, and kind of, I think she has a video on there of the center, and, and uh, it's always changing and growing, and so that's kind of neat. And our staff is always changing and growing. We're very excitedly waiting for the newest member of our, of our little group here. And, and so uh, hopefully, hopefully his journey is going well. And uh, I hope you all have a fantastic day and uh, play with your angels. Get to know them. They like to play games. If you like crossword puzzles, invite them to do one with you. You know, they love things like that. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. So they do exist. They are with you. You have a whole team, not just one or two. They are very rarely an archangel that you would know the name of. Um, They are very rarely somebody that was in your family passed away and now they're one of your angels. Um, Sometimes those beings or people will stick around to be of assistance, but those are not the uh, angelic realm. And so know that you also have a team of angels that are with you. And uh, all right, so we're just a couple minutes away to to being finished. I think I'm going to wrap the show up just a minute or two early today. And I'm going to wish you all a beautiful, beautiful day, and we will see you on Monday. I will heartily look forward to topic um, topic ideas from you all, and also know that if you are somebody who <clears throat> has written a book or does workshops or has had some experience, um, especially I'd love to get a show together on near-death experiences. So if you're somebody who's had that experience, please let me know. And uh, I am looking for guests, um, probably one guest a week, over the next three to six months. So, um, you know, definitely email me if that's something that would interest you and you, you're you somebody who, who has been a guest before or something. Um, okay, everybody have a fabulous day, and we will see you on Monday. <laughs>